what horribly obnoxious thing are you going to do this episode? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> oh, why? <sighs> you know, we're trying to build a listenership, right? Gosh, again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Everything Comes From Something podcast. This is your co-host, Isaac Ransom, with... Cameron Tuttle. Whew, Coming got, you really hot. I think we got the names down. We only have one pair of clothes, as you can see on video. Yes. And that's why, uh, you know, if you want to buy us more clothes, um, you can head over to patreon.com slash... Oh. ECFS podcast. You're getting good at this. <laughs> we also got socials. We are on Instagram and Facebook at ECFS podcast. We also have a Twitter. It's at ECFS pod. Yes. Because some P-O-D. jerk took podcast. Yeah. We're coming for you, Twitter. We're coming for you. Jack, we're going to want that name. I see you. You know, you actually can buy uh, Twitter handles from users who are like not using it. I don't want to buy anything. I don't have I, any I money. Don't. Yeah. I don't but, have any money. Okay. You know, that that might be one of our Patreon goals. Okay. Um, at at $100, we wow. will buy. Stop making sh- a bunch of fake promises. <laughs> no one's going to support this show. All of our friends are broke college kids. Yeah, exactly. They're the only people that are going to listen to this. Uh, I guess, yeah. No, don't. You, set your sights higher. Anyways. We got to get some rich Cameron is going on vacation next week, so we are recording ahead of time like professionals. Yes. He's yeah, going to Cabo. I'm professional. He's going to Cabo, ain't I'm not right? going to Cabo. And the beaches, the I'm, sweet sun. I'm going to Carolina. What on earth? South Carolina. Of all actually. the places. Let me bring They've up. got really good barbecue. Well, I'm excited that you'll be uh, cooking. I won't be cooking, but I'll be eating for sure. Fatty. All right. What is, speaking of fatty things, you know what isn't, doesn't make you fat? Coffee. Hey, and that's what today's episode is about. Cameron and I love coffee. We love it so much, and everything comes from something. So we're going to talk about coffee culture in the Bay Area. It is huge here. Huge. It is massive. Yeah, no, like seriously, coffee is the thing that you do. Like if you're, if you're uh, ages 11 to dead, you drink coffee here. <laughs> Dude, when I have friends that look at me and say, I don't drink coffee... <clears throat> Gee, <clears throat> uh, I just stare at them and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong. No, with no, I know. Seriously, they I don't mean, work hard enough. Yeah, ex- they, oh, no, they seriously. don't deserve it. Yeah, um, no, but we, yeah, so we really wanted to explore um, what kind of happened uh, in this era um, of coffee because it seems like this is kind of a recent development in in coffee the the culture the part culture of, definitely of the artsy hipster side yeah. of it all but before that i do kind of want to get into some history of coffee cuz i'm a nerd let's stop let's put that on hold we're going to talk about our experience okay, okay because we are professionals this is one of the very few things we actually know how to do well coffee that's right yes we have both worked in coffee before we both got paid to do coffee things. That's right. So we are professionals. Cameron, us. tell me about your experience. Where did you work? What did you do? Well, I worked at a cafe in San Francisco called Arlequin Cafe. It's a little place. Um, and Lots of tattoos? What? On the employees? Like tattoos? Gages? No, actually none of us Those were tattooed. So it was a classy spot. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, you know, it was kind of more like a cafe. It wasn't like... It wasn't like what you'd think of coffee shop. You it know? definitely had a vibe. Yeah. I, I would say the did. vibe is like 
there, there was a lot of people there resting in between their days. That yeah, in between sure. their day. That's what it. That's what it kind of seemed. Yeah, yeah. The strip that you were on. What was the street again? Hayes. Hayes. Hayes yeah. yeah. Just a lot of people there working. A lot of people chatting. Definitely. It, it wasn't very busy. Yeah, it, it was very busy. Bustling, bustling. Every time I came in, you just were like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm so busy right now. Yeah, but. I, I mean, it was a, it was a cool little spot. Like, there's there's a lot of space to hang out and chill. And we had terrible Wi-Fi, but it didn't matter. Um, and we had a backyard, and that was cool too. We had a wine shop next door, so nice. Um, it, it was it was a neat little place. But um, yeah, I I mean, I learned about I, le- I learned about coffee. Um, we we um, uh, we used sight glass beans. Um, Good beans. And if you're familiar. With Sight Glass, they you know they have a couple couple shops in SF. They opened a new one actually on Divisadero. I think um, I went to their roastery. Is that right? Mm-hmm. We went to the roastery. Did we? I went to a Sight Glass like roastery in San Francisco, two story. I oh think yeah, we were yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the roastery. Cool yeah. place. Yeah, really big warehouse, huge, big open huge. like it, that. That was really rad. Yeah. Um, you got me into the fidelity of coffee mm, which mm. we're going to get into that's called third wave coffee yes there are waves just waves. like feminism just like feminism actually woo very exciting stuff um coffee so so the coffee shop you worked at had i mean i think it's interesting that it was right next to a wine bar yeah because when you talked about coffee to me you talked about it with the different notes of flavors mm. things like that Things I had learned about at my job, but I nef- I definitely like wasn't into at yeah, the yeah. time. You got me into that. Can you tell me about your job? Ladies and gentlemen, I am a corporate nut. I work for Starbucks Coffee. Some I still do. Say, some people would say a corporate bean. I am on my <laughs> gosh. I'm on my way out though. I'm very excited okay. about it. Right. About um, leaving. About leaving Starbucks. But I love coffee. And I think they're in the right direction. I kind of wanted to do a commentary on Starbucks while we're mm. talking about this because they're a big part of the second wave yeah, of yeah. coffee. And, and there are big changes going on right now at Starbucks. Huge changes. My stock is plummeting. <laughs> it will recover. <laughs> yeah. But will. that's because good old Howard is leaving. Yeah, and Howard did yeah. some good stuff for the company. You know, as a as a moral person, you know, he has different things. He's a lot – very feely. I'm not, very I, feely. I, I'm not too into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird like listening – to him say weird things you know what i mean like there there sometimes he would be like wait you're a ceo yeah you for know? the for the company he felt like a motivational speaker yes exactly yeah yeah big picture that's... big picture stuff just like michael scott yeah i mean <laughs> I big picture guy yeah which is good which is good in the CEO, and but... i liked his big picture stuff it he pushed the company towards third wave yeah, which definitely. it was not heading there for definitely. a long period. Let, but let's let's put that on hold. I we I do just want to talk about our like, like what do we love about coffee? Yes. So I think what's interesting is that I started working at Starbucks when I was in high school. I started yeah. when I was seventeen. Mm. I didn't like coffee. All I knew about it is that my mom drank a really gross cup of bitter stuff every morning. I was like, this job pays better. Uh, it sounds cool to work at a coffee shop. I remember that there was this fat kid in my class that said he was going to work for Starbucks. And I said, I'm going to get that job. And he's not. And I did. (laughs) And, uh, he didn't. And now he has a nicer car than me. So I guess who's laughing, but I mean, you're still, you're still working at Starbucks. So (laughs) we got those Starbucks lifers. They're out there. I'll tell you that. Um, great company. They pay you really well. They give you a lot of 
stuff that you don't need, free Spotify, free online tuition to a school. I remember for years you were like, you're like, you know, I can't quit Starbucks because then I won't get Spotify free. I'm like, it's, it's like that, five bucks that a month. Ten, I don't ten understand. $5 student di- yeah, the $5 student <laughs> discount. I couldn't afford it. I'm pretty sure they took it out of my paycheck. There's a weird little section that says Spotify on it. Really? So I'm, oh I don't even know if it's really free. <laughs> the they big, just sign you up for The it big thing is they have those uh, part-time medical benefits, which is huge for some people. And they also have, um, what is it? Stocks, stock option, and four hundred one k. Heck wow. yeah, I took a, I took a, I took that. This is and really just sexy. ran with it. You really like, yeah. uh, dude. Wow. So I'm studying economics. So the four hundred one k is just the ultimate awesome thing. The ultimate awesome thing. If you don't have one, Cameron, visit me in my mansion when I'm sixty. I don't actually have a four hundred one k yet, but I do have, I do have investments in. Stocks, That's good. So. That's good. You always want to invest. Yes. Sorry about the yelling. Especially I just realize how loud that was. Especially invest early. But that is not at all what we're talking about. We're talking about coffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just like coffee, time is money. Yes. My eyes are cross-eyed. What? Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, uh, really developed a love for coffee. I remember the first time I started working there, the first thing they do is a coffee tasting with you. Mm. No idea what I was doing. Uh, now I see that the beans at Starbucks aren't that hot. The uh, But they're, they have the single origin... Single lot coffees that are pretty good. There's a couple of their roasts that I enjoy. The Yukon's good and all their Willow. blonde. Yeah, Willow their their Willow's really good. Their blonde roasts are dope. Um, but we went through this coffee tasting when I was 17. I was like, ew, what is this? And my boss is talking about like, okay, so what flavors do you do? What kind of food do we pair it with? And I didn't know anything about wine tasting, but it's mm. literally just wine tasting. Yeah, but less specific. There's so much more to wine than there is to coffee. Well, I wouldn't. I haven't really dived into that because I'm too into coffee right now okay yeah yeah so yeah i love coffee now four years in um i'm a supervisor so i don't really get to be on the bar anymore but every time i get the chance to just hop on there man i'm doing that latte art trying to get the shots pulled Mm. it drives me nuts beverage quality is huge at my store and we have a high traffic store so it's kind of weird to like have other baristas come in from other stores and see how much we care about like the shot quality and i mean even though we don't do hand pulled like there are a lot of stores at Starbucks that they just let the shots sit and expire before they even throw it in. It is horrible. Ugh. My store holds high regard for beverage quality. That's good. That's good. So it's been cool because my boss uh, had been approved. He got this thing called Coffee Master. So mm-hmm. it's like that's something he cared about, and it's really flowed down through my store. So even though Starbucks isn't necessarily fully at third wave coffee, they're making moves for that. But that's my experience in coffee. Love it. Yeah. yeah. I only visit the small hole in the wall spots now. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to Starbucks. Only Starbucks is just king of convenience, and we'll talk about that exactly. when it gets the second wave. So yeah, that's pretty much a summary of what my coffee life has been like. Yeah. So I started drinking coffee when I uh, would go out with my girlfriend, and we would go to Starbucks. Great date. Um, and at first, I just like had no idea what to order, like mm-hmm. just zero idea. So I would just like get a coffee, I guess, and then. And then, uh, like, put cream and sugar in it or whatever, which is gross. Um, and I and I didn't like it. Well, I, th- I think we should get in. What What is your drink of choice now, Cameron? Black coffee. Just black. Just a black coffee. For me, it's always cold brew. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't drink hot drinks. Yeah, it's weird. it's got to be a, it's got to be a specific moment. If I'm testing things, hot drinks, but I'm never gonna pay for one. Wow, it's yeah. just can't do it. The only hot drink I like, and I'll give this to the audience because they're listening. 
an almond milk latte with a lighter roast and honey. That is dope stuff. You you melt the shots with the honey and it gets like this caramelized flavor. The almond milk sucks on its own, but with the honey it becomes thick and rich. I'm really disappointed Bang. in you. That is a good dietary option too. Okay. There's a lot of sugary garbage out there. Oh yeah, there and is. and the honey with the almond <clears throat> milk. Ugh. Express yourself, as we say. Ugh. Express yourself. Express yourself. Um, yeah. So I, uh, yeah. So I, I started drinking. I and then I, I took out the sugar. I took out the cream. And I was like, this is exactly what I want. This is, this is the way that I want to drink my coffee. Um, and then once I, once I started working in coffee, um, you know, it was actually, it was actually Phil's coffee that um, really sort of pushed me to try different coffees because it was like, it was like, this is a menu. It's all, it's all just black coffee. There's no espresso. I am wholeheartedly against Phil's. Okay, shut up. Um, I have no idea. I just don't like Phil's beans. Well, I mean, whatever. Uh, but it's not good. In any case, um, yeah. So I, you know, you just look in, you, you look at the menu, and it's like, what are all these names? What are all these flavors? I'm gonna try all of them. <laughs> you know what's interesting about Phil's, and I think this is cool, is that it really punched, like. It really punched a name for people selecting coffee based on roasts. Yeah. Because totally. at first, you know, when you go to Phil's, you're like, oh, I'll get the name of this one. And you get a cup of black coffee, and you're like, what? Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah. A, I thought I got a flavor. You did. Yeah, you but know? it's in the coffee. Yeah. I wish it's, that they would do flights there. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. But I think the volume of, of how they do it, because, you know, you know how they, they brew, yeah. right? They brew all immersion all at once. Um, That's my biggest problem. Why? Dude, you get an ice drink there, it's just a hot drink poured over ice. Okay, okay. Nasty, well, that's your bro. That's your problem. Nasty. That, because you don't drink hot drinks. Yo, you had one problem. of those mint mojitos? Oh, my God. You got no, leaves in the cup. I don't eat that. Who or, wants I don't drink leaves that. in their cup? Yes, dude. I understand. That's gross. That's a signature drink, though. Sometimes when I go to a coffee shop, I'm like, what is your signature drink? Yeah, well, I don't drink any of that trash because that's garbage. I um, want to know what makes the coffee stand out. I like black coffee. I Sometimes I've been to a place where their signature drink is just cold brew. It's our cold brew is really good. That's what everyone gets. And I get it. I'm like, woo, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, but okay, but we we are at an impasse right now because you don't drink you don't drink hot drinks, and I prefer hot no, drinks. Okay, so, so Phil's is good for hot drinks, not good for cold drinks. And there are places like that, you know, there are places that are just aren't good for cold drinks. They don't do cold brew. Every Phil's, so. Phil's that I've been to has a hard cedary taste that I'm not a fan of. I usually like the cedary, like woody kind of flavor. This yeah. feels it bites hard. It's super acidic. I wouldn't say it's super acidic. I mean, we're getting into the grind here. Yeah, okay. get it. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's pass on to that. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. But it was Phil's really that made me start start to be like, oh wait, what what? Why are these different cups of coffee? different why do mm. these do these uh taste different and that was before you started working yes that was before i started working and then i moved to san francisco and it was like a whole new world the gates of coffee heaven were just like open to me i was like the bags were open the vacuum yeah. seals broken <laughs> i got so many coffee puns i could go for years dude and it was like i i moved into the city and basically in san francisco like every different area of the city has a a local roastery yep. that they're known for, you know, that that area is known for. 
top pick in San Francisco. Hit me. Oh, man, that's hard. I think I think it's got to be Andy Town. I'm sorry. Andy Town is my pick so too. Good. I I so love good. Andy Town. Andy Town is the first coffee shop that I've been to that I said, "What is your signature coffee?" And they t- they gave me something I've never tasted in my life. Yeah. yeah. A snowy plover. Yeah. Really. That is based on a bird. And it is well, the drink isn't based on a bird, but the name the is. bird is blended in the drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the the drink is incredible. It is an americano. Yes, americano. If you don't know, is espresso shots in water, very similar to black coffee. It is on ice, but instead of normal flat water, they use a carbonated water. They infuse it with a brown sugar. Very good, and then they throw a scoop of homemade whipped cream on top. It is bomb. I know people that have tried it and they don't like it. I've had some family what? members that have tried it. Like, ew, what the heck? Carbonated coffee? If you're like, it tastes like coffee soda. It's amazing. Coffee it's, soda. It's so good. And I mean, that could go into if you've had coffee kombucha, also very good. I haven't. No. It's super. Um, that's what we're gonna do after this. Okay, we're gonna go find some. All right. But yeah, Andy Town. That's probably one of my picks. A lot of people in the Bay Area know Blue Bottle. We're gonna yes. talk about them in a little bit. Well, I wouldn't consider them San Francisco based. Because they are Oakland based. I didn't know. Yes. They have a lot in San Francisco. They though. do. They have a ton of coffee's stores. super but a, popular. But they have a ton of stores all over the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, same with Phil's. They're also in your local shops. They're in Whole Foods now. They're even at Target. I saw Blue yeah, Bottle yeah. Nitro cans. Well, they're, um, they're, first what got popular was those um, little New Orleans uh, cold brew um, little cartons. You know what I mean? Yeah, they use those paper cartons. I hate drinking out of cartons. No, me too. But um, that little was... paper flakes? That was what got really popular yeah. um, from them at first, uh, I think. And then um, they kind of just blew up. Yeah. And yeah, but I would say that they're not... They don't technically count for me. I think they're the best... Probably the best cup of coffee in San Francisco. They have one of the most unique black coffees. Yes. There was a morning we were hanging out think we were going to PSX in San Francisco and we got coffee be- beforehand and they have this roast called the Three Africas. Yeah. And it really is good. three different beans, I think, mm-hmm. taken over the African region. Ooh. Uh and that cup of coffee tastes like fruit. It does. It's a it's a acidic, fruity mm-hmm. black coffee. Mm-hmm. Never had anything like that. Yeah, it really tastes blew like, me away. Tastes like berries. It tastes like Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really a delicious blend. And they the thing about um, Blue Bottle, too, is they don't do batch brew coffee, um, which is really yeah. weird. I, I actually kind of don't like it. They Wait, do they only do they pour-overs? They only do pour-overs. Yeah, yeah, their line is always forever. We uh, we went yeah. to this one. Where's the one that we go to? It's near that newspaper place. Yeah, the Mint Plaza one. That's yeah. the the biggest one in if, SF. If you guys go to SF and, and you want to visit a cool place, that thing is down an alleyway. Mm-hmm. And it's a small shop. Usually got you'll see the line before you see the door. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really cool place. Um, there's there's another little stand in Hayes Valley uh, near where I worked, but yeah. it's it's not really the same. Yeah, that shop is super cool. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Andy town is wonderful, but I also went to this place a lot called home home uh-huh. cafe. Um, they don't roast their own actually. Well, they're going to start roasting soon, but they don't, they don't roast their own. I picked you up from there Yeah, before a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just have a really neat vibe. You're just a lobby camper. Yeah. Dude, I, some, some people in coffee shops live there. Yeah. That, that's, it true. is crazy. I don't know how anyone spends their time. The only person I understand, shout out to one of my customers. His name's Arun. If you're listening to this, love you, dude. 
he programs. He works from the Starbucks. Yeah. So to me, that makes sense. Well, I used to do like essays there. Yeah. I used to do my essays there. Students and other people who are working, I get that. Yeah. The people who are chilling there on their phone all day watching YouTube. Yeah, that's weird. Watching The Office. That's weird, dude. I had this guy. He's always bald. Walks in, orders a super large thing of milk with no ice. Really weird. Sits down and plays Injustice on his iPad. How much do you charge for a super large thing of milk with no ice? Non-fat milk, no ice. Two forty-five. Oh my goodness. I think that's what it is. That's more than like a gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start showing up after he listens to this. He's going to start showing up with his own gallon of milk <laughs> sitting in the lobby. We now invite everyone. Yeah, well, now you can't turn people away. That's so. right. Come on in. That's why I'm leaving. That's why Starbucks turnover rate about to double. That's why my stock falling to the ground. Should you invest when the stock goes down? Heck yes. Starbucks is a smart company. Yes. It was not run by Howard. People for some reason thought it was, but no, he was the big picture. He was the Michael Scott. This is probably a big, a good time to, this is a good time to buy. Starbucks is going places. You get a discount basically. Yeah. uh, Cause I think they split already and their, their price went up to 80 and they split. Oh, okay. So it's, I mean, according to some theory, it's going to go back up. Yeah. You heard it first. When you make all that money, give some of it to the Patreon. We're here for you. We're here for you guys, all right? Yeah, when you make all that money in 20 years. Take the advice of a 21-year-old non-graduated econ major who knows nothing about actually investing. Who hasn't taken an econ class yet. I work for a company that could easily change, and I'm quitting soon. Yeah. That well, should tell you something. In in any case, um, yeah, so then I started working in coffee, and then I started drinking espresso. That was when I – like I had a I had a little mini revolution. Espresso is when he started foaming at the mouth regularly. Yes, exactly. Because um, I was just like – I'm so glad that I got into espresso before I went to Europe because that's all they drink. Really? Yes. Espresso, I've had good and bad experiences with it. Well, yeah. A little strong for me. I like refreshing drinks. Yes. That is well, the first thing. You me. know what you do? What? Okay, you could get a macchiato, right? So espresso, a little bit of foam, a little bit, little bit of milk, and then sparkling water. Amazing. I will say sparkling so water changed my life. The palate cleansing yes. is so fun. Yes. Once you start identifying flavors, it gets really good. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's why that snowy plover is awesome. It's so good. That's oh awesome. Goodness. Um, yeah, but espresso really just like, I love, I just, it's so good. You need to go to San Francisco just to get a snowy plover. Who cares about the Golden Gate Bridge? That cup of coffee is going to be awesome. Golden Gate Bridge, whatever. Land's End, whatever. The Cliff House, don't go to the Cliff House. It sucks. (laughs) They rejected me because I was 19 years old and they knew I couldn't buy wine. Really? They gave me the worst service I've had anywhere in my whole life. (laughs) Here's my Yelp review. Refund me. <laughs> Let's talk about some coffee history because we learned some stuff yes, before doing this podcast. It's really cool. Did. Oh, my goodness. This podcast is going to be way longer than our other ones. No, I don't think so. It, we're already at like 700 little beats. Just go, man. Okay. We're doing anyways, it. Anyways, so uh, coffee was first founded in the 15th century in Yemen. Ooh. Um, apparently, that's like the, the earliest account that they can – they can think of, of uh, roasting and brewing coffee. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. 15th century Yemen. Uh, another little fact that I love. What are you doing? The battery's low. Okay, well, it's fine. <laughs> um, another, another lovely fact that I love is 
because the British were so mean in the American Revolution, they taxed the tea of of all of these American colon, colon, colonists. What did all those rebels do? They switched over to the coffee. Yeehaw. And that is why America drinks coffee and Britain drinks tea. That's right. I'm, I like that's a serious. No fact. one likes that grossly flavored water. Okay, I do like tea. Tea's good. Yeah, I do drink tea too. Yeah, but but that's isn't that so cool? Like like we were so we were so anti taxes back then that, that like, <laughs> super edgy. <laughs> we threw a bunch of tea in the harbor and then started drinking coffee. Like, that's great. <laughs> so so funny. Um, yeah, but so I just I just love that. And then you know, fast forward a bit. Uh, we got instant coffee. We got things like Folgers. Just Yum. terrible, awful coffee. So good. Things that came in little cans that your grandfather would I ha- drink. I had this great English teacher. His name is Mr. White, and I loved him. I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't like, he said, all I need in life is a cup of Folgers. And I was like, oof. Great, my professor just went down. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, but, like, that was that was the way that people consumed co- coffee basically up until the 60s. I mean, it was... It was just some dirty fuel. It, get you through the day. It was, and it was pre-ground in this like really weird vacuum sealed metal tin can that you probably see uh, like in trash cans and telephone booths. Dude, we should do a video on this. We should buy some Folgers and drink and do a reaction. Yeah. We'll do the gallon challenge, but with Folgers. Okay, but you gotta you gotta hit up that Patreon it will, first. It will end with heart palpitations. If you Patreon us, then we will do it. It will end with heart patreons. Um, so what happened in the 60s, Isaac? 1960, we're getting to first wave coffee. So this is where it all started. Was it, I read that correctly, right? Oakland? No, Berkeley. Berkeley. Yes. Kind of close. Um, in Berkeley, it started with Pete's Coffee in 1960. Mm-hmm. Pete's Coffee before Starbucks. Yes. That blew me away. Really? So this is, uh, from what I got, sort of a quick gist. I didn't do a ton of research on it. But this is where coffee started to begin to get mass produced in well, a sense. Not bagging and branded. Well, so quality coffee was getting mass produced. Yeah. Because they were already producing that really terrible, awful folders. They started roasting on their own. Yes. And and, and doing this thing. Yes. And another little fun fact about Starbucks is do we want to get into this now or later? What? Oh well, okay. Just um, say it. Starbucks, uh, when they first started, they bought their their pre their their beans their green beans um at pete's dude all the they, pete's fans giving themselves high fives know, right now hey tamazona man you hear that <laughs> so they, suck it starbucks so starbucks started as pete's coffee basically yeah. which is really fascinating pete's is not bad i love i i like pete's more than starbucks it's not way bad more than starbucks. it's not bad yeah, although they only give their employees a half a pound, a half a pound of coffee, and not a pound of coffee. That sucks. Yeah, I only go there for business stuff, so I think it's kind of, I'm kind of jaded. What do you mean for business stuff? The the church I work at. That's where all the meetings oh, happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, meetings yeah. at Pete's. Got it. Wah, wah. Well, it's better than meetings at Starbucks. Yeah, but at least, well, I know what to order at Starbucks. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that brings us, speaking of Starbucks, to Second Wave Coffee, which started with Starbucks in 1971. Got a bunch of fun facts. Starbucks was started by a couple authors and a teacher, something like that. Yeah. And they based the name off Moby Dick, the book. The character. There's a character in Moby There's Dick a character. called Starbuck. Yeah. What a name. Yeah. They awesome. were going to name it after after the ship, the right? The ship. It was a stupid what name. What was the name? 
I can't I, remember. I don't remember it like what it is p- either. The the Piquoni or something? So instead they chose the captain's first na- mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Captain's first mate, Starbuck. And then there's a bunch of controversy and things about the symbol of Starbucks, the twin-tailed siren. Mm. I didn't really want to talk about that. We all know it's the Illuminati. So, is it? Obviously. And, uh, this yeah. This is insider secrets here. Um, Illuminati. So, 1971, Starbucks started up. All they were doing is selling beans. Yes. Not Roasted, drinks. So, they were roasting their own coffee with the beans that they got from Pete's. Correct. Um, they would roast it, and then they would sell it wholesale. Yeah. Um, and there was no – you couldn't order espresso drinks. You couldn't order any, like, coffee. They were, it basically was just free samples when you went in. Right. Um, Broadly, second wave coffee refers to when – these stores started popping up and serving mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. You got the espresso machine. You yes. got the line. You got the order here. You got the pickup. All the stuff. Yeah. And a lot of that is actually inspired by uh, French and Italian cafes. Mm. Um, they in – I mean in France and Italy, they – it's not quite as fast. But you would you would go in. You would order your espresso drinks and they would bring it out to you. And it's a, it's a little bit like a restaurant but for coffee or right. like a bar but for coffee. And so that started getting picked up in in America, uh, and this is huge. Like this is mm-hmm. how it how coffee is defined to Cameron and I's generation. Yeah, coffee became the pub for America. Yeah. That's that's how I was saying it. Like you do a first date, you go to co- you get coffee, okay? Um, and to us, it's brought a lot of great experiences. It really has. Um, it's a great meetup point and all that stuff. And without Starbucks, as much as we like to roast them, um, <laughs> uh, it, 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 second wave is huge yeah. to where coffee comes from. Um, and then we get to third wave, baby. Yes. And that I would say we're here. We made it. I think we made it. We made it boys. Okay. What, what do you think? What do you think actually kicked off the third wave? I think it was either, Whoa. it was either blue bottle or or fills it's probably one of the i two. think it's a mix of a couple other of a bunch of different small hole in the wall spots yeah if i had absolutely. to guess we didn't do enough research for this coffee something we care about we're kind of winging it but we did a couple of, we looked into a couple of things so third wave according to wikipedia started in the 2000s um and this is to me it's sort of a counter to hmm it's a counter to sort of like the corporate scene that Starbucks yeah. was be- becoming. People were getting tired with, you know, the coffee that was once accessible and exciting is now becoming drab. Yeah, so, well, the the joke about Starbucks always was, oh, there's a Starbucks here. There was a Starbucks two da- two streets down. You know, there, there's there's another Starbucks over there. You know, like dude, there's Starbucks everywhere. Starbucks is great, but sometimes it feels like I'm. I'm on another planet or we, something. We looked it up, and there's 16,000 Starbucks stores around Insane. the world. That's Insane. crazy. Yeah. Like, and one time I was in San Francisco with you. I forget which mall we were by. There's a Starbucks on a corner, yeah. okay? Literally across the corner. Not kitty corner. Across the street. There's another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're yeah. right next to it. I'm like, how yeah. do you even decide? Basically, it's on the convenience of what side of the sidewalk you're walking on. Yeah, exactly. I, I, w- I would love to know... Which customers prefer the other one over the other <laughs> one? They're like, this corner is the better corner. Do you think they have okay. like corporate rivalries where they like they do? Like- Dude, I would love to work next to another Starbucks. You know why? Because they can steal product from each other. Yeah, that's you, true. You share product with other stores all the time. Yeah, uh, like if someone runs out of like 
I don't know, nope. vanilla syrup. Mm. You're like, all right, we'll send you over eight the packs. The baggies of, of uh, uh, what is the McFlurries or whatever? What do you, what what serve, you, what? Starbucks. Uh, Frappuccino. Yeah, Frappuccinos. McFlurry. The little bags <laughs> that they come in. Let me just make a quick PSA. <laughs> just disgusting. Shh. Frappuccinos are the worst thing ever. Yes. Okay? Yeah. The worst thing. Okay, hurts. I don't know about ever. It hurts. the worst coffee thing ever. The baristas to make them. They suck, okay? They suck to make. That's why when you order a Frappuccino, you kind of get an eye roll from the baristas. Also, it's not real coffee. No, You're it's drinking not. corn syrup, okay? It's, corn syrup and milk. It, it comes, tastes great. It comes right? in a little silver baggie, okay? What? Like, the, doesn't the, like, is, doesn't it come in, like, a package that you, like, pour into the blender? I'll tell you. ice? No, that is not true. We use milk. We use a Frappuccino, like... It's like a coffee extract or it's something. It's a baggie. It's it is a baggie. Okay, it's like a you know it's probably Folgers. Uh, <laughs> it's not even. It's like Starbucks. extra Folgers, like not mixed with enough water to yeah, give yeah. you the coffee flavor, yeah. and then ice, and you got something called coffee base. I worked for four years for Starbucks. I don't understand what coffee base is. It's like a thick syrup of some kind that holds it together. It smells like maple syrup. Mm. I swear it's maple syrup. Have you tasted it? It tastes like maple syrup. Wow. It's Maybe weird. It is. It, it is weird <laughs> stuff, okay? And then we mix whatever flavor you want to. So you got the maple syrup on top of whatever flavor you want, <laughs> which is just weird. I don't know. Don't order Frappuccinos. They're not good for you. They're not coffee. They're not coffee. Be cool. Be you cool. know what cool people do? They order black coffee. Or frappes from, from Pete's. If, if you're a girl or a guy and you're on a date and you're like, I want it black, you're hardcore. It's impressive. The other person's like, oh, wow. And then they're like, what should I order? Uh, a Frappuccino. <laughs> if you ordered a Frappuccino, I'm so grateful. My girl did not order a Frappuccino on the yeah, first date. Good. I was like, whoo. We got Frappuccinos once together. Ew, why? Just to try them? For fun. They're like, to they're, remind us of freshman year. It's so weird. They're like a dessert. They really are. A milkshake is better though. How do you go drink, get a milkshake? How do you drink them though? Like some people drink them like to start their day. Nasty. That is, I can't even just. I get those I people coming in, getting them extra caramel. Like they they coat the outside of the cup with a thick caramel sauce. Yeah, it's good. It. I'm pretty sure it has nicotine in it. Don't <laughs> quote me on it. But yeah, dude. All right, rant over. Let's get back to third wave coffee. Yes. Does not include frappuccinos. That's what I wanted no. to get to. Yeah. So the the interesting thing about third wave coffee is there's a lot more experimentation in how you brew coffee and where the coffee comes from. It was like my favorite cold brew. Oof. The third wave. Thank you. Yes. That, that cold brew is an invention of the third wave. Natural cold brew. Also an invention of the third wave, and it's so delicious. Balling. Even though it's like $7. It is awesome. It's it great. also gets lukewarm within two seconds. Yeah, that's true. I hate that. Yeah. There's got to be- can't put ice in it. You got to make it- you got, There's just got to be somehow to turn it colder. I don't think so. That's just how it comes out of the tap, Why does you know? beer stay colder faster? You got to well, chill the glass. Chill, it's in a chilled glass. Give me a chilled glass for cold brew. That's genius. There we go. But you, they give you plastic. You got a ticket for here. Yeah, okay. That's that's the only problem with it. That's the only problem with Nitro. That's okay. my stance. Anyways, so um, at this point, I think customers were kind of getting uh, getting interested in where where their coffee was coming from. They were trying to make sure that that everything was sustainable. Um, their beans were sustainable, coming from a a good source. 
um, because there was a lot of controversies with Nestle and um, uh, Folgers about how they were, like, basically just using slave labor to get their coffee. Yikes. Um, And so, yeah, so uh, customers were not really into that so much. Um, And so, you know, there there was – it. Around this time, too, there was, like, you know, the organic food boom and things like that. And, and yeah. you know, people were really trying to to uh, understand what was going into the things that they were buying. Um, and so, you know, this this really translated well to coffee because, as as we made allusions to earlier, the, uh, um, you know, uh, coffee can translate really closely to wine mm. um, in that there's – a lot of different regions that grow coffee. There's a lot of different uh, variables in in that growing, and yep. you know it's really interesting to sort of get into what you like and you know where what regions work for you. You know what? Are, I'm trying to remember the regions because we did have to study about them at Starbucks. There's like I know there's South American coffees, Pacific yeah. coffees. Well, there's the Coffee Belt, yeah, which is the Equator line. I think it's the is it the 2020 line or is it the 44? There's line? something specific about the geography of growing coffee, and then you get yes. different flavors from different areas. Yes, it's really cool stuff if you're interested in that kind of geography stuff. Yeah. So, um, and so, and people were we were, were ordering like hand brewed cups. Like this was yeah. a new thing. Like pour overs were kind of just like the really bougie. Uh, way to to order your coffee you know if you had to if you wanted to sit there and wait for a while to get your cup of coffee because you think it tastes better um which i think sometimes it does depends on who's doing it but um there's you know then you order porvor and you sit there for 10 minutes so why did we want to talk about third wave coffee because i think i think there's a lot of room to grow for these companies and i think there's a danger in that too. I think eventually there's going to be a fourth wave and yeah. I hope it's a good, like a good kind of good step, good coffee, not Frappuccino fourth wave kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So this is why I think third wave is super important. We look at Starbucks and the way that they blew up through 1971. The explosion happened in the nineties. It was a 20 year period. Mm-hmm. And once Starbucks blew up, that set the seed for companies starting around third wave. We were looking at Blue Bottle and how they're really starting to gain traction as a company yeah. after being purchased by, what was it? Nestle. Nestle. For $495 billion or something Dang. like that. Or uh, a million dollars, sorry, not billion. Yeah, oh, well. <laughs> uh, they, they, they're really starting to gain traction, and it's after a 20-year period. Yeah. Again. Yeah, yeah. They started in the early 2000s, and about now they're getting really big. I don't know if they're copying the same game plan, but since the 20 year period of third wave has kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know, the third wave kind of hopping on the back of what Starbucks is doing. I wonder what's going to happen to the companies that are starting now. They're going to start hopping off the back of what third wave coffee companies right, are going to exactly, do. Exactly. Yeah. And I wonder what Starbucks is going to do too, because you're, uh, as you're saying, you know, your, your stocks are plummeting. I think that's a, that's a, that has nothing now, to do with the waves for now thing. But I think, Starbucks could um, start oversaturating their market, right? Like I think we've already seen that since there's 16,000 stores and, you know, there's a store in every block, like, w- you know, what are what is Starbucks going to do uh, when there's too much, too many Starbuckses around, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I think what's really interesting is where is Starbucks going to go 
with the waves. Yeah. They have to keep up yeah. with the waves. Every company does. You yeah. know, Phil's is doing, or uh, Pete's is doing the same thing. Yeah. And so as Starbucks observed third wave coffee, I kind of noticed them make a shift as I was working there for four Definitely. years. They really aim for that quality. They really push cold brew and nitro cold brew. That's how everyone knows about them now because yeah. even casual coffee likers go to Starbucks. They understand what that is. Yeah, yeah. Now nitro cold brew is getting everywhere, you know? Yeah. It's kind of making its way down from the top of the West Coast mm-hmm. coming down. And, and yeah, so – And so, I was really impressed with um, with the – there was a, a Starbucks that opened uh, near where you live, the Reserve Bar. And they basically were copying the format of, you know, of a, right. of a third wave coffee shop because, you know, they had they had a lot of different brewing methods, yep. so much selection. You could pick your your beans, you could pick your roast, any any roast you wanted, basically. And and, and you can see that Starbucks is trying to tap into that third mm-hmm. wave while also innovate, which yeah. I think is smart. I don't see Pete's doing that. Yeah, I am worried yeah. about Pete's. Really? Pete's is... Uh, kind of banking off its name recognition yeah. as far as I care. Starbucks is like, we're going to go forward. We're going to do new things. They're doing the reserve, which is cool. And it's also got a bar setting. You sit down, you're served. Yeah. Interesting. Although, didn't it get, didn't a car run into it? A Tesla ran into the Starbucks reserve coffee <laughs> near my house. It was very. It's so, so funny. <laughs> such, such a. Not, not funny, but like it is. Kind no of one was funny. hurt. So it is funny. Okay. No yeah, one was hurt funny. at all. Um. But man, what a stupid, <laughs> stupid headline! Do you think it was on autopilot? Uh, no, I not. think you know. If I had to guess, I think it was like she put it in drive instead of reverse, and then she like pushed the gas too hard really? or something. That's what I think. Oh my goodness! I I I don't because she wasn't on anything. Yeah, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Fourth wave coffee is coming, people. It is coming fast. Who knows what it is. Some people, you know, there's there's a lot of things. Star, what I like is that Starbucks is willing to take the risk. Mm-hmm. They tried the alcohol and coffee thing. It didn't work right. I think they should give it a crack again. I think so, too. Uh, you know what? I actually think that is where fourth wave coffee is going to come in, right? So, like, have you heard of this place called The Coffee Shop? No. So, they're an East Bay, East Bay joint, and they do, in you know, before five, it's a regular coffee shop. And then yeah. after five, you can still order coffee drinks, but they also have a full bar. So nice. you can spike your coffee drinks. You can put, you know put a shot of bourbon in it. Weird. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. I don't and know if coffee and alcohol so is a good mix. That's that's, that's not, the only concern. That's not necessarily what I mean. I do mean that I think coffee shops are going to switch. You know, because basically most coffee shops close at five. Yes. Right. And so I think what's going to be really smart is late night. Yes. Let's and do the gonna, late night. They're gonna they're gonna switch into bars. They're gonna Starbucks. switch into wine bars. You know, it's yeah, gonna be Starbucks Reserve. Stays open till eleven near my house. Yeah, except now it's crashed into and doesn't exist. <laughs> but, so, but the problem is like the it's the reason why you know these coffee shops close so early. Like I know some coffee shops in the city that close at three, right? And that's yeah. crazy. But too they, early. They close so early. Those be- are the best ones too, because people people don't really go after you know two unless you're serving serving food or unless alcohol. you made that a thing. I think that fourth wave needs to move towards what you're saying. And also include the flights thing. Yeah. You got to get people into the, I mean, people are into the, like the wine tasting-esque side of it. Yeah. But you need to give them a way to educate their friends on it. Definitely. You got to, you got to make it a a spot to hang out. So it's almost a mix of second and third wave together. Yeah. It's got to be the fourth wave. Have you heard of this place called GMB in LA? Nope. Well, I have a friend who works there and, uh. 
Is it GNB or GMB? GNC? Can you... DNC? Can you look it up? GMB? GNB. Um, Coffee shop? Yes. Uh, It's in LA. And they... um, they're really innovating on the line structure. Uh, basically, it's an it's a full 360 bar. Um, mm. There are, uh, I think he said something like five baristas and you know people who who ring you. Um, Dude, Starbucks has got to get their staffing under control, man. Yeah, I go to some small places. They got six people working by the bar. My place got two. <laughs> got two at that time and we got a line 10 times bigger than that well, other place in, in any case so this this place they have you know so it's like 360 bar and you go in and um there's no line you just serve you just get served that's rad yeah and so ooh, they have they got waffles <laughs> that I, is I some fourth wave that. coffee i've never been there but orange this juice. is what i this is what i hear orange juice and coffee i don't know about that one yeah well anyways so, everyone is digging the waffles so, but yeah, but what I mean, what's really interesting is they can Some do beer. they can do so much volume, yeah, because of this structure. It's basically set up like a bar, you know. It's it's there's really a commitment kind of to the serving thing, though. There is an issue with that, what and that mean? is the accessibility and speed. People like that about coffee shops. You could hang out or you can go. Yeah, but that I think that's, I think that's kind of what's nice about the bar system. Right? If it's if. Like, if I own that bar system, I would also put – I've seen coffee shops have dual bars. Like there's one for the chillers and then there's one for the fast. Yeah. I forget what shop it was. It's the, the reserve bar. No. I went – the reserve bar does do that. Yeah, yeah. But I went to a different one in, in in San Francisco with you. They had – it was a long line. So I understand why they did this. But they had like a middle of the room ordering spot, mm. then a bar where you hung out and got your drink. But to the side, there's a pour over station. And it's oh, like, uh, yeah, four barrel. Four barrel. Yeah. There's this weird, like, a couple guys there hanging out, and yeah. they're like, hey, if you got to go, we'll just make it pour over quick. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I Coffee's got a lot of places to go, and I think I think they're, you should be excited about I it. I think we're going to see some innovation, but I, I'm worried I'm worried about um, about Blue Bottle getting too big for its britches. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the thing, the thing about um, about Starbucks that I didn't like about when they blew up, right, is their their quality really yeah, started to go down. Yeah. I, yeah. No, no they they're, did, they're pushing their quality now. Because they didn't they, – they couldn't do so much volume at, in such a high quality. You're letting the hipster speak, dude. I'm just saying. I agree with you, but like, you sound funny. Okay. Well, that's fine. You always sound funny. But – yeah, but you, I mean, but it's it's true though, right? Like the the quality yes. the quality of roast went down because they were doing so much volume. You got it. And so I'm worried that the same thing's going to happen with Blue Bottle. I think they have really smart management. I think they're really dedicated to uh, excellent go- coffee. But I'm just worried that it's going to start to slip. Quality should be one of your number one goals. Should be as probably number two. Producing anything. Yes. That's why this podcast is going to fall apart. That's why this podcast was way longer than any other of our podcasts. We hope you enjoy it, and Cameron will be enjoying it in Cabo. Not Cabo. (laughs) That's great. Hey, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Any last thoughts on coffee, Cameron? I love it. We love it. Not not a rip. Not a rip. Definitely a stick. Definitely. Especially for the U.S. Dude, so good. It is way better than a pub, too. Makes you sharp as a sword. (laughs) That caffeine gets Cameron foaming at the mouth. That was gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, now, if you want more of our disgusting mouth noises that we do into the microphone for some reason, great. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. Leave us a rating. 
preferably high. And if you're not going to leave us a high rating, just don't. just forget about yeah, it. Yeah, just don't. just listen. That's it. In any case, um, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Uh, we would like you to subscribe to us on YouTube too, right? Do you do just rambling? Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and support us on Patreon. All right, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>